Hey, welcome to the Pretty and Witty podcast. If you are new, we are so glad that you are joining us. Um, I'm Elena. And I'm Kim. And we are so excited. Our heart for this season was to have more guests to just share in the wisdom that they carry, um, what their relationship with God has looked like. And so we are super excited to have another guest with us today. Um, I'm really excited. I feel like this episode is really going to bless a lot of people. Um, and it's something that I don't think is nearly talked about enough. And so I'm really excited for you guys to hear this, to learn from it, um, and to really take some some wisdom moving forward in your life. Yes. So today we have one of my best friends in the whole entire world. She's known me my whole life because she gave birth to me. My mom, <laughs> Jackie. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jackie. <laughs> and so, Kim. <laughs> and so some of you guys have probably heard me talk about this before, but today we're going to talk about grief and mourning with God and how that looks different than mourning with the, without God. And if you don't know, my dad passed away. And so that's why we're talking about this with my mom is she was actually married to him for 40 years. And so we both went through a grieving process with God and um, something special about my mom as well is she's actually had to go through mourning and loss multiple times. When she was young, she lost her mom and then she also lost her dad. So she has tons of wisdom on what it's like to grieve and to mourn with God and without God. Um, so that's what we're gonna talk about today. Um, but first, I kind of just want to share um, about my uh, experience with dad dying and uh, kind of how the Lord walked me through that because I'd never experienced loss before, um, if that's okay with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy story, actually. Um, my, I have an older brother named Dan, if you didn't know that. <clears throat> and so Dan was in Japan with his wife and I was in Egypt at this time when my dad passed away. And so it was very <clears throat> unexpected. We had like, we didn't know that was gonna happen. We were on mission trips um, in these different countries. And um, so it was just crazy because my mom was at home with my dad experience all experiencing all of this and so really all three of us had to um only lean on God because we couldn't lean on each other and I think that was so significant because we we didn't have anyone but God and so for me I remember being in Egypt and um just feeling God come into my room and talk to me and like heal my heart in an instant. And I was just filled with so much joy, so much peace and um, just assurance that my dad was in heaven and um, that God was good. And I kind of skipped this part, but leading up to my dad's death, um, the whole year before my dad passed away, 
um, any sermon I listened to, any um, book I was reading, any anything that I did, it was about the verse John 10, 10. And um, John 10, 10 says, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but I have come to give life and life more abundantly. And so I remember like just really studying that scripture and really renewing my mind, knowing that anything that was stealing, killing, or destroying was not God, but anything that was life and life more abundantly was God. And so it's so funny because I was in Egypt learning Arabic and I was studying these Bible verses. And that week that my dad died, the memory verse was John 10, 10. So I was, yeah. So I was um, studying that in Arabic, practicing it, memorizing it. And then my, my dad passed away. And I feel like for that whole year before, and it wasn't like my dad was sick for a year or anything. It was so unexpected. So for that whole year, um, God was preparing my heart and showing me, hey, what's going to happen is not me. I'm not taking your dad from you. I'm not the thief who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I'm actually um, the one who gives life and life more abundantly. And I think if I didn't know that, then I wouldn't have had that instant healing in my heart when I found out my dad passed away. And if I wasn't far from my mom where I just only had God to go to, oh man, I would, I would not have healed the way that I did. Um, so that was kind of my experience and something I, I would want people to know is like, if you lose someone, it's never God taking them. Um, you know, um, for me, and like you said earlier, Kim, I did lose both my parents and I was, I was 19, uh, when my mom died and it was not expected. And, uh, but I felt like, you know, we all prayed and if it's your will, Lord, heal her. And I mean, as so many people pray and uh, when the Lord didn't heal her, <laughs> I was so angry. It's like, how, how could you take her? You know, like, why wouldn't he want to heal a 49 year old woman who had, you know, four children? And it just um, made me so angry at God. And honestly, I'm kind of, um, you know, hard to, to say, but, um, you know, I, I, w I didn't want anything to do with God. I didn't want to go to church anymore. And um, I, um, I stayed angry. I, don't, I never really grieved for her. I didn't cry. I masked all my feelings. I held them in. I was being very strong. <laughs> but the reason I was being very strong is because I was masking my feelings in very unhealthy ways. And I really didn't care. And I, um, at my young age, I just continued a really destructive lifestyle. 
and um, that continued. Uh, even though I knew God, I knew God was pursuing me. There were different times uh, where I knew God was, you know, not letting me go. And I would just say later, Lord, later. And I, I wasn't ready to uh, forgive God <laughs> for taking yeah. my mom. And uh, so that was totally different uh, for me. And it took me a long time to finally grieve for her and go through that grief. And I learned um, a friend of mine kind of walked me through that. And honestly, I was in my 50s. That was a long time to hold that. And uh, she kind of walked me through it. And what I realized was uh, I did a lot of crying and I really grieved. And um, so I think that really helped me uh, when I lost your dad. Uh, and it was just um, because uh, this friend of mine, very healthy, strong, mature Christian. And so she was just showing me, you know, God was with you. God wasn't in this at all. It was, you know, it was the devil that took your dad, your mom. It was the devil. It was not God. You know, God is a giver of life and God would never do that. And God loves you so much. And you're his child. Would you really you know, take somebody's life away, you know, someone that close, if that was your child, your, you know, your child, you wouldn't do that to your child. And Amy uh, realized how much, how much my heavenly father loves me. And he did not want me to, to go through all that pain because it, and be angry at him. And uh, so I think that really helped me a lot uh, when, uh, when I did lose, uh, cat, because, um, you know, when God was right there that whole, that whole year, because he was sick and, you know, in and out of the hospital. So of course, like you said, we weren't expecting him to pass away at all. And in fact, you know, Kim was, you know, she's leaving on her trip and, you know, that was just crazy to think that, honestly, that was the last time you were going to see him. And so uh, none of us really expected that. But through that whole time and even before, God was with me and just, you know, filling my heart It was so much peace and joy. And in the time that I was spending with him in the hospital was just very joyful. And, um, you know, uh, uh, after he did pass, it was like, like you said, I didn't have Kim. I didn't have you. I didn't have Dan to, you know, be there to lean on. And I would have, of course. <laughs> um, all I really had was, you know, I knew I had um, people. I had my sister. Oh, my goodness. <sighs> she was amazing. And my brother came. But in the actual going through this, uh, I was closer to God probably than ever before in my life. And it was such an opportunity for me to see him just pour his love on me. And he did it in so many different ways through the illness and 
after uh, Kat passed away, you know, I was just, he had so much grace on me and I felt so much love and, and joy and peace. And it was almost embarrassing, you know, to be around other people because, hey, she lost her husband. How come she's not sitting in a corner crying? You know, what is she doing? You know, she's actually smiling. And, you know, I just felt so loved. And, you know, God just used other people also through that process. And, um, you know, just uh, showing love, um, it was just amazing. I, I, my church backed me up. I mean, just, oh, I had so much support that, um, that I knew was God. And he just had certain people and it was always at the right time. You know, he had such good timing as I was processing all this and going through this. Um, and, and then there was a time <laughs> when I, I, tell, I told you, Kim, I felt like I hit a brick wall. And it just seemed like at that moment, it's like, oh, I lost my husband. He's gone. You know, where's Kat? You know, and it was like everything reminded me. I would just cry, 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 cry. And, you know, uh, in that uh, part of the grieving at first, it would I knew what I had done with my mom. So I was very intentional about grieving. And I would just cry in the shower as much as I could. I would just cry it out, cry it out. I wanted to cry it out. Mm -hmm. But every time I did, I tell you, I just felt God has the Holy Spirit's presence. He just wrapped his love all around me. And I never felt like that before and I'm telling you it wasn't just you know oh the few times I was sobbing in the shower it was any time that I would bring up that sadness or you know just just anytime I would cry honestly I just felt him uh, so much that I kind of liked it I kind of wanted to get it out because it was just it was just so amazing. It was wonderful. It was so different, much different than, than any other loss, of course. But to do it with God was just amazing. And um, I mean, there was a time eight months later and I got sick. I had the flu and I was just started really going to a dark place. I just couldn't quit thinking about him. I wanted him. I wanted him there. And um, I missed him so badly. And I started, you know, finding myself just not pulling out that and just having my, you know, it, I had already been, you know, I really had gone through a lot of grieving and it wasn't that. It was like I felt I was being pulled into a dark place. You know, I mean, I felt very vulnerable and. You know, I, when we go through things and we go to that dark place, if we're not intentional, it opens the door. You know, it opens the door to, um, well, to the enemy coming in and just filling me with thoughts of, of, of depression and uh, just very negative thoughts. And, um, 
that wasn't anything that I had experienced before from the time that cat died. I had not, I hadn't felt like that. And I felt like I was under so much attack. And I, I thank the Lord. I know, I knew he was right there and he was just, he was always with me, but I realized I had to just really press in and I had to just get in the word and just, you know, bombard myself with, you know, worship music and just trying to get back, um, you know, get out of that. I, I couldn't let myself stay there, but I had to be very intentional about it, you know? So um, it, it just kind of went in different stages uh, as far as that went, but I'm telling you, I just, um, I never felt God's love so, so strong. And he just, he just helped me through the, through everything, you know, and, and look back, I'm like, dang, how did I do that? Well, I didn't do that. <laughs> you know, I know, oh God, that helped me get through that, um, period of time. Yeah. I think it's interesting, like grief or processing pain, I think like human tendency is like, if I just don't look at it, it'll go away. And first of all, I just want to honor you because I think being willing to look at something that is so hard and painful takes so much bravery and courage. And I think it's really powerful because like I said, human tendency is like, if I just don't look at it, it'll go away. But the truth is, is I'm like, we have to be willing to be courageous and brave enough to look at the things that are very hard and tough, because mm. that's the only way we're going to be able to move through them. And I think that is something that's so powerful of the difference between doing it with the Lord and without is because without God, I can't imagine moving forward and working through those things, but because they're so hard only with God and like standing on truth, are you able to, I feel like, embrace and be able to walk through that hard thing? Because I feel like there's no way that you could support that on your own. Yeah. And I feel like, <clears throat> you know, there's a difference between being sad and like grieving and going into deep depression. Like kind of like you were saying about how you know, you would cry and you would feel God's arms wrap around you. And like, that's you mourning, that's you grieving with the Lord. But then you can also go to a dark place that turns into depression, that could turn into depression. And I think the difference between the two is depression leaves you with no hope, where sadness and mourning, there's hope with that. You know, the Bible says that he'll give us joy for our mourning. So if you're not, um, if you're going to this place where there's no hope and you're just going uh, into this depression, or even I know a lot of people get upset with God. So if you're going into this deep anger or rage or hate, and it, there's no hope, there's no life, there's no um, joy, not saying you have to feel happy that you lost someone, but there's still this piece of hope when you have God with you. Yeah. Yes. I, that's spot on Kim, really. I think that is the difference in not allowing and being very intentional of, um, 
when we find ourselves because honestly, I felt so under attack uh, through that whole period and uh, just um, staying strong in the Lord and, and, you know, tr wanting to even, uh, even knowing that Kat's there with the Lord and he knows the Lord already more than I could ever possibly know the Lord here on earth in just that very short period of time, like how wonderful and awesome that is for him. That just made me want to know the Lord better and to grow as close and deep with the Lord as I possibly could. Uh, just uh, seeing that and that uh, honestly, that just brought me so much like you said, hope and um, joy in my life. I had a purpose. I had a reason. Um, and I think uh, a lot of times when someone loses someone, they kind of lose that hope. They lose that purpose to go on. And, um, you know, I don't have a husband anymore. I have no one to take care of. And, you know, I can see going into that because you, you and Dan were both gone. So really, I was on my own, and I didn't, uh, I could have let myself uh, just stay in that hopeless, you know, just surviving mode, but no, I really, I really um, was more excited about the Lord than ever, and I knew that he had great things for me, and I think, you know, you and I have kind of talked to him about how, you know, the devil knew what he was doing. He wanted to, to stop us from uh, growing in the Lord and knowing the Lord better. And uh, especially you and Dan, uh, you know, instead of uh, feeding into those thoughts and, you know, just turning that around and, and just feeling the love of God. And, you know, I, there are times that are harder than others and you know like that first year holidays are really hard that first year without Pat being there and um his birthday was really hard and uh you know Kim you set a standard because Dan and Alicia got married on Kat's birthday and you said that's it this first year we're gonna remember dad for his birthday but for now on we're going to remember this day as a joyous occasion. Um, I think the reason why we're talking like this is we have an eternal perspective. And I think that's also what helps us have so much joy and hope is that we know that my dad's in heaven. We know that we're going to see him again one day. And, and like I said, in our um, episode, our podcast about eternity, like, this life here on earth is a blink compared to eternity. So I know forever and ever and ever and ever, I'm going to be with my dad in heaven. And even the Bible says like, there is a great cloud of witnesses around us even now here. And so <clears throat> I think that brings me hope and, and also comfort in the loss. But I think there is um, maybe two processes of healing with God where like the first process was, okay, my heart was completely healed with the Lord 
when I lost my dad. Like I truly, truly believe that I was not in shock. I was not in denial. I had true pure joy because I knew my dad was in heaven and because God had shown me things and I, and I spent that time with him. But then kind of like what my mom's talking about, you go through this second phase of, well, he's not in my everyday life. Um, when I moved to Nashville, like my dad loved country music. Like it would be so fun for him to be here. He would love it. We'd go down to Broadway and listen to all the live music. Like, so it's like those things that now I'm grieving. Now it's not that like, yes, my heart's healed, but I do still miss him. And I do still have to grieve the moments that he's not going to be here and not going to be with me. So with his birthday, um, just thinking of like how special that my brother and his wife got married on his birthday, you know, how special that he's up in heaven and, and these are his children. And on his birthday, when he entered into the world, they started their covenant marriage and like now they're going to have kids and they're going to like they are his legacy here on earth. So how special that that day doesn't have to be sad. Of course, we remember him. We miss him. But like it can be so exciting knowing that like we are his legacy. And I think that's gosh, one of the things that marked me when um, my dad passed away was at the funeral, the pastor looked me in the eyes and I know it was the Lord. He looked me straight in the eyes and he said, you and your brother are your father's legacy here on earth. And that just lit a fire under me to be like, yeah, like my dad didn't get to live to his fullest potential. He didn't get to live his longest life. I mean, he left the, the earth early. And so I'm going to, in his honor, live bigger and greater and more. And if the enemy is the one who steals, kills, and destroys, because why would God have Jesus raise the dead if he's the one taking people out? He's not. So you know what? If you took my dad, well, in his honor, I'm going to lay hands on people who are sick. I'm going to lay hands on people who are dead and see them be raised. Like, you know, like instead of the opposite of I can't move forward, I'm stuck in this place of always remembering that my dad's not here and always remembering what I'm lacking rather what I've gained, knowing that he has God's heart for me more than my mom does because <laughs> like my mom really has a great heart she knows the Lord so much but like my dad is literally in the presence of God so all these things I'm doing for the Lord man I know he's cheering me on preach it girl yes <laughs> that is so good um I kind of just want to ask like I don't want it to seem like I'm reverting back but you know, I feel like always the practical, which I love. I'm like, the truth of God is also practical. And I love that, like, God is not afraid of our humanity. So like, as you're, if you're hearing this and like, maybe you're not quite yet at the process of, okay, I can, I've come out the other side. I'm full of hope and joy. Just know that that is possible. Um, But also, Feel what you need to feel, lay it all out there for God, be totally honest with where you're at. Cause he can totally handle it. 
So my question for you guys, either of you, is if somebody's listening to this and they know somebody that is either right now like grieving the loss of a loved one or just, you know, unfortunately human nature is, is everyone will experience that at some point. What is it that you wish people would have done or maybe things that people did do like to support you and really rally behind you that was beneficial in like your grieving process? Well, I know for me, (laughs) um, like I said, I think it was God's love that was so predominant and he used people. One of my best friends um, literally lives in San Antonio, was going to take the week off to spend with me. Uh, I was just so touched and moved by that. And uh, my friend Cindy from Dallas came down and we just had a wonderful time. Uh, Julie and uh, Kay took me out to dinner. I was just a mess (laughs) uh, with them um, because, you know, we talked about memories and uh, you know, in the midst of my joy, I, they were like, wow, you are amazing. I can't believe you're doing so well. And they were really proud of me. And then I, that would make me cry, you know, not that I was actually grieving or like, oh, where is he right now? Or, you know, I wish he was, you know, having this dinner with us, which I, you know, that's, uh, but no, it's just their love, pouring their love out on me that, you know, I told uh, Kay later, I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. I cried so much, but y'all were just loving on me so much. Uh, But God did that. He just, he sent different people. My brother came and just spent, you know, time with me from Colorado. And, you know, I mean, who does that? So, um, Elena, that was a great question. And just, you know, just uh, the way the Lord uses people uh, was just amazing, really amazing for me. You know, it's just, it's just God's love. So, you know, when you know someone that's uh, lost a loved one, you know, you can, depending on how close they are to you, but, you know, just uh, for me, I asked the Lord, what can I do to help, you know, Uh, this person, you know, what should I do? And then I confer with Kim and, (laughs) and then uh, from there, but yes, you know, don't hide, don't hide from someone that's uh, been through a loss, you know, because that, you know, people are avoiding, avoiding uh, me and uh, don't know what to say and maybe turn around the corner so they don't have to say anything you know for me practically it is hard if you've never experienced a loss personally because it is a very vulnerable thing and I think a lot of people don't know how to deal with vulnerability and emotions and like I don't know what's the right thing to say I don't want to say the wrong thing and um, I think my advice would be like just be there for them so and say something even if it could be the wrong thing the fact that you're even reaching out to them means a lot even if I think uh my mom touched on this your best friend of course I would pray and hope that you're like right there with them through it all but even if you see like a friend from high school or someone who lost someone I think to me it meant the most hearing from those people 
that they cared about me still, even if we hadn't talked for years, you know, like that brought me so much comfort. So if you feel like, oh, I don't know if I should reach out to this person or like, what do I say? Like, just reach out. And I think the best thing is just um, to say, hey, if you need anything, let me know and truly mean it. Cause mm. maybe you don't, you don't know like what they need and they probably don't know what they need. But yeah. the fact that you offered that to them and they know that they can come to you if they want to talk and process it, that is more comforting than anything you could say or do. <clears throat> and like my mom touched on, it's so hard cause it's like, there's an elephant in the room now. Anytime I'm, I'm around and you know, my dad passed away, you're just like standoffish and oh, let's make sure we never mention her dad in front of her. Let's make sure I never talk about my dad in front of her. Cause she doesn't have one anymore. Like that's just, just be real. Like, you know, just treat me like I'm normal and like everything's normal, you know, yeah. and that will make me feel more loved than you're having to filter yourself around me. Yeah. Wow. That's so good. Um, we only have a couple more minutes left. Um, this episode, I hope that whoever's listening to this, you feel so blessed. I'm like just sitting here listening to just the real authentic, yeah, wisdom that these two have like shared and really thank you guys for being so vulnerable to like share a peek behind the curtain of like what it's like to be in the middle of processing all of these things and doing it in such like a beautiful and healthy way. Um, like I said earlier, if you guys are listening to this and you are in the very middle of your grief process, or maybe you've already come out the other side, um, we're here. We would love to, you know, give you tips and tricks on how to process pain. If maybe you really don't know how to do that. I find like a lot of people actually don't know the healthy way to process pain or grief. Um, we're always available. Let us know. Um, so grateful that you guys joined us. Um, yeah, you guys have anything you want to say as we wrap up? I do want to say one thing. If you are going through loss right now, or maybe you have experienced that and hearing our stories, you don't have the same experience. That's totally okay. Like, I just want to free you from any guilt or condemnation if you didn't experience the same thing because every single person has a different experience. Yeah. My one advice is invite God into it. So if you feel like you've been doing it on your own, man, we cannot do this on our own. So invite God into your process, but you don't have to compare your story to my story or your story to my mom's story. As you see, like me and my mom even processed it a little different. The only thing that was consistent is we brought God into it all. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and each loss is so different. You know, the loss of my mom was so different from the loss of my dad and the loss of my husband. And so uh, there is no right or wrong. So... But like Kim said, you know, just doing it with the Lord was so much better <laughs> than, than not doing it without God. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Miss Jackie. It was such a blessing. Um, 
our listeners, we hope that you tune in to the next episode and we are so grateful that you're here and part of our community. Have an incredible week.